Hey y'all, what's up? Shagare Legacy Love, and I am coming back. Today is the first episode of my sabbatical, you know, my co-host and best friend and, you know, partner in crime, Willie Dynasty. He passed away in April, so I had to take a sabbatical. Y'all know how that go, but we're going to get right into this podcast. On this podcast, we call it It Is Time. Y'all know how we do. We talk about the good stuff, the hard stuff, the easy stuff, the bad stuff, and as Willie would say, the in-between stuff. Please, y'all know we're going to talk about the real stuff where we're going to give you more, never going to give you less. This podcast is dedicated to the culture and all things we're discovering as adults. Our job here is not to only entertain you, but to educate you as well. And y'all, today, we're going we gonna to jump right into it. This segment is dedicated today to co-parenting. Mm, y'all already know. It gets real out there. I know y'all seeing the, the blue face and Krishan. I know y'all seeing the April and the Marions. So we're going to get into the segment co-parenting at its finest. Keep around. Yo, I am not even going to lie to you guys. I played that little intro because I was a huge B2K fan growing up, okay? And I have never thought in a million years that Amarion would turn out to be the person that we all see him to be in social media today. Like, we know him to be the lead singer of B2K, and yeah, he's very, very handsome, but... The drama that just unfolded for his life. And if you don't know, you know, in social media, he was dating April Jones. They have two children together. And their dynamic from what we saw in Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, I believe it was. Um, Don't get me wrong. Don't, don't quote me officially. But, um, <laughs> you know, just having, just watching it play out, her arguing with his mom and him just being so laid back and cool and just... And then we seeing her jump into a relationship with Little Fizz, who was also a co-member of B2K. And personally, for me, I would think like, all right, you my boy. We've been rocking out since we was kids, and you know, I know the Hollywood is Hollywood is weird. Okay, um, Damo Draper is who I follow on TikTok, and he has a whole segment on how weird Hollywood is. Um, so <laughs> go follow him on TikTok. He is funny. But getting back to Amarion and April is just like seeing them. Like I know Hollywood can be really small and everybody really close knit and all this other stuff. But I would never want to be involved with somebody that I, my mate was really really close to. They went on tour. They you know they have albums together. Things of that nature. And you go and you jump in a relationship. That's just my personal opinion. It's not something that I would personally do. Um. So just seeing him have how, how cool and collective that he he played that whole situation. And he was like, look, it's all about my babies at the end of the day. As long as my kids is good, I'm good. I don't really care about April and, and Fizz. Whatever they do, that is what they do. That's their time. And I think if more people operated in that mindset, like this is about the kids. If it ain't about the kids, I don't have nothing to say. I don't have nothing to do with you. Like you made your bed, lay in it, whatever. 
But, you know, a lot of people was watching them and just like, I can't understand how April could do that. And da, 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 but April. And I was like, I was one of those people. I'm not going to lie. I was like, why would you want to leave Omarion for this? Like, no comparison. I was, like I said, I was a diehard B2K Omarion fan, really. So when he left B2K and went on his own, I still was, I was right there with the, it's just the icebox. I was all up in it, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. That, that was my man. And then just, you know, just the whole dynamic of her jumping from Fizz to Tay Diggs, who I believe is like 20 years older than her or, or some, some something like that. Um, you know, it just was like, okay, now what's really going on here? <laughs> like, you just start to give the side eye a little bit to like, what is going on? Um, but yeah, you know, it was just a lot of chaos in their relationship that we've seen with Amar and on April but overall they had two children together and that's where the main focus come in at and I think a lot of people tend to forget you know the about the children so you know let's kind of get into it with the co-parenting they were like you know what is co-parenting co-parenting is when you do have two uh, children together or a child together and both parties or both parents work together to share the responsibilities of raising that child children or Whatever, whether you're in a romantic relationship or whether you got divorced, whatever, y'all responsibility is to that child. Now, I'm I'm in a co-parenting situation. I have a co-parent, you know, uh, with my youngest son and his dad also helped me take care of my oldest. So our dynamic is a little different and each, you know, each relationship is different and to his own. Uh, my oldest son, father uh is around he's it's not like he's totally out the picture but he's just not actively um because my my son is a teenager so he's you know he he let my son have his space and but my younger son father is very active so that's that um but to just see the dynamic of how co-parenting work in an unhealthy way it it becomes unhealthy because it's like you you was in a relationship with this person y'all probably still have to work out the kinks of the the ending of the relationship and y'all still have to be around each other to do what needs to be done for the child so now you have to think about finances you have to think about time you have to think about um a lot of different things if you're one person might still be in love with the other person the other person might not be or you know moving on too fast just to hide the fact that they don't want to be alone it's just a lot that go back and forth into co-parenting in itself and when you break it down the kids are the ones that get damaged in the process and they get hurt and you know it's just it just become unhealthy so I talked about the Amarion and uh April and one thing that they did recently and everybody on the social media is going bananas over it is that they brought their kids to Disney World their oldest son had cut his hair he looks very handsome and you can just see how he emulates and he is, his father is so, such, so much of a role model to him. And it's like, you know, we watch social media where, and we're in a culture, you know, where we don't really see black men step up for their children the way that, um, we see other cultures and other races step up for their children. So to see a Marion really like, be like, no, I got custody of these kids. These are my kids. I'm going to do what I need to do. And then to see his son emulate him and want to be like like him and you know got his little style going it's so adorable 
And it's just like, damn, you know, we need more of that. We need more to see, see that, you know, black men raising their children and just being active in their lives without down, you know, mother and father having this whole chaotic chaos of filth, especially in front of the children, like just calling each other out their name and, you know, threatening to take the kids. I think that is a, a really... um bad not dynamic when you are threatening to take the kids from the person who currently has the child um then court has to come in and child support it's just it could get so messy like having a child with someone and then breaking up and that's where we kind of go into snowballing with the blue face and Krishan. and i just felt bad for mm-hmm. the dy- for the baby because here these two young ch- these young people they're young they're not you know, they're not 30 or 40 years old. They're in their 20s. And you know, their relationship was toxic from the start with the abuse and everything that came, came with that. And then to, to have a baby and bring that into the segment. And it's just, you know, he got on social media and he was saying that he, you know, his son going to ask me, like, how why am I a junior for my mom and not my dad? And it's just like, you know, I know a lot of people of women who named their children after them. And it's it's not a bad thing. Krishan, you would think Krishan, uh, that's a guy name anyway. So I wouldn't even think, <laughs> I wouldn't even think it would be a female. Um, but you know, it's just, it's just one of those dynamics where I don't understand what is going on in the world. Okay. Like we got <laughs> the pettiness of, of, of how bad it could be. Um, so just to speak, Speak from a personal point of view, I was my my youngest son and and you know father and I are not together, and he got involved with someone that wanted to be around my children but did not want to meet me, and I just could not understand or fathom why this particular lady will not want to meet the children's mother. You know, you claim these kids as yours. You're saying that you want to marry my ex, and he's going to be her husband, and us and us, and you're going to be play set sent mom to my children but don't want to meet the mom so that became a whole issue um fast forward they are not together anymore um so it's just like it's just one of those things where the kids come in first me and him definitely agreed that the children come first period point blank there's no discussing it I don't care if me and him have a rocky day just like like we're be mad at each other, not speaking to each other, arguing with each other all day. But when it comes down to what my children need, it got to get done. Let's put the personal aside. Let's get it done. Um, so co-parenting is basically teamwork. It is the hardest thing to do because it's basically so much of your raw, gut-wrenching emotions bubbled up, especially when you have to to drop off your child to someone you probably can't stand like oh my god I hate this person I know hate is a very strong word but it's just like one of those things where you're like ah why is it so hard why is like why can't I let go and then you know as a parent you have to really look at that too you know you chose to have a relationship with this person you chose to lay down with this person you chose to have a child by this person and now all of a sudden you know this person broke your heart and you can't trust this person and your child essentially is your heart 
you know, physically. So now you have to physically give your heart to a person who already broke it emotionally. Like, oh man, let's, yeah, I already know. If you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about, especially if you're not with the person anymore. You know what I'm talking about because it can get like, ugh. And then you have those situations that I've seen where, you know, people do move on and you don't like the ex, the ex-boyfriend, like your ex-boyfriend new mate or your ex-girlfriend new man. You, you'd be like, yo, ugh, I'm ready to fight because if she disrespect me one time, then it's a line of respect and disrespect. Like, it, woo, square up, as my son would say, square up. <laughs> <laughs> and but you know we don't promote violence here but it's just it's just that emotion that comes out and it's just all comes down to like really 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 trusting however like a mariana april there is a healthier side and we're gonna get into the healthy side in a minute So Marion and April, they did just this amazing thing for their children. And I believe it was their son's birthday. I'm not sure. Um, or if it, if, even if it wasn't, it was just so freaking nice to see just the four of them having a ball. Just going to Disney World, riding on a ride, taking pictures, just being there for each other communicating and just being the parents that they need to be the adults that they need to be for these children I'm pretty sure any child want their mom and dad together yes it's very hard to explain to a child you know mommy and daddy not gonna be together you know um, mommy's moving out or daddy's moving out is that that my children experience that and hell me and my ex was even married but you know to live in a household for a long period of time but you're with, with both parents and then all of a sudden one is gone it affects the children in so many different ways they start to rebel in school they start to talk bad you see different actions of depression you know they might play the game a little longer they're not they don't want to go outside they don't want to do anything um my youngest because he was so young all he would say is but mommy I want to go back to the old house because I'm the one who left and it's like mommy let's go back to the old house I want to go back to the old house and it was just like uh we can't go back to the old house (laughs) pretty sure someone has the old house and you know your daddy's not there so you know just kind trying to get children to understand it's a very hard concept of of division and so the co-parenting is supposed to try to keep some of that normalcy for the children so just seeing them just going to the park and then it was just ugly like seeing the comments underneath the video on instagram if you want to go check it out um this this was a few weeks ago so you know just you know you might have to scroll down his page or her page a little bit but um just saying the ugliness like oh it couldn't have been me or Marion a stronger man than me and it's it's like obviously he's clearly a stronger man than you because obviously he understands the concept that his children come first and they're his first priority and their happiness is all that freaking matters yes we seen him on his spiritual journey and he 
clearly whatever he did was necessary for him to become the person that he is now. So we see him dancing, which is something that he loves to do. And he never stopped doing something that he loves to do. So we know that that is part of keeping your mental. And we see him meditating. We see him like skateboarding. Him just living his best life. um, Doing all the things that he always wanted to do. Or he felt like he needed to do to heal from that breakup. We just, you know, breaking up with someone that you claim you love. And especially when you're with them for a long period of time, it's not easy. And to look at his daughter and his daughter look exactly like April to me. Um, that's just my personal opinion. Um, you know, she does look just like April, even though she's so silly and so fun. And you could just see her personality just bubbling up um, when they show videos of the kids and stuff. And, um, you know, the oldest son, he just so calm and so quiet, kind of like, oh, you know, so one-on-one, and I, I could, you could definitely see April and Amaria and their children. They definitely have, like, I feel like the kids look like April when they're with April, and then they look like O when they're with O. You know what I'm saying? So, but, um, you know, their family is very pretty and beautiful, and I hope and pray that we can see more of that you know even though we're not together you know we can still come together as a family and I hate people that don't like family co-parenting trips oh oh and oh, even if the mate want to come along um the new the new person want to come along come along but at the end of the day um my personal opinion and this is for a person that is not married I wouldn't want the girlfriend or the boyfriend to come and it has nothing to do with trying to be back with the person that you love. It has everything to do to give your children the normalcy. This person wasn't here before. This new person. Like, who the hell is this? You know, we always... Especially when you're always taking those type of trips. So, if me and my sons and, you know, their stepdad or whatever, their dad would go to Six Flags every year. And now, all of a sudden, I'm bringing my boyfriend to... It's going to be like, no, ew, who is that? <laughs> like, why is they coming? Or he brings his new girlfriend. Like, no, like, this is our thing. This is, and you know, kids love that. They love secrecy. They love to have just something that they can call their own. And like, you know, as time go on, then yeah, like maybe we can invite them or, or create other trips where, you know, um, the mate is allowed to come and, you know, stuff like that. So now you got two types of traditions. You got a tradition with just the four of you or just the five of you guys or what, however many of it is of you. And then you have, you know, the family dynamic. So co-parenting is about inclusion of everyone, but essentially it is about the children's happiness now it can get a little messier if you know there is a marriage and a new baby and that's when things get a little more twisted um because then it's like damn I gotta include my sibling now and and my mom my dad that's not you know this that's something that's not her mom that's or that's not his dad so yeah it, that's where the new the new trips coming at you know what I'm saying to include everyone um, so it's just basically keeping a respect for each person and creating new different things to create a healthier environment for the children. Um, so healthy co-parenting boundaries to try. 
So these are things that you can try if you are struggling to have a healthy co-parent situation. Stay consistent with your boundaries. Your boundaries is what you set and your for yourself to keep your mental mental sanity. Like you're not gonna call me at eleven o'clock at night talking about the kids. Mm-mm. That that's booty call hours. We is not doing that, honey. Don't give me a day before notice of stuff that the kids need. We ain't doing that. I need at least a week or two um, so I can get prepared or put in my notes or whatever. Like, there needs to be some type of organization. There needs to be some type of standard set where both of y'all can reach and meet so that nothing is crossed or just no one feels disrespected or left out. And I'm talking about for the parents. So it can be good for the children. You know what I'm saying? Let's Let's keep that. And then use effective and neutral communication. Text messaging um, is fine with me and my ex. However, it can be loose. We use Messenger. So if we're like too busy, excuse me, and we can't text, we can send a voice note real quick. Excuse me. So, you know, that's good, but we do not communicate every day. There's no need. Hey, you know, x y and z this person has something coming up and i mean this person my little one or my oldest one has something coming up x y and z can you fix that da, da, da. quick side notes you know nothing either you can do it you can't do it what time can i do it you know set those standards like I, again go back to boundaries number one and keep it moving um the number three is determine your parenting style so <laughs> I have a friend of mine, and she would call her co-parent T, um, her, her oldest son, father, a fun dad. Um, all he want to do is have fun. He don't want to discipline a kid. He don't want to be the disciplinarian, and that's fine. So now it kind of make her look like the bad parent and him the good parent because all he wants to do is, like, have fun and everything's happy and healthy over here and then oh when you go back to your mom's house she's on your neck about doing your homework and doing your you know washing clothes and making sure you're clean and you know so it just it just create that dynamic there should be a level of equality in both household so you know if i'm the fun person or you know i like to go out or you hear your children say well mom said or well dad did and you know just be aware and have those discussions with your co-parents so y'all can balance out it should be equal that's all it comes down to really um number five no number four excuse me don't speak poorly of your ex don't talk to your child about their parent don't talk bad about their parent to them that get like that is not healthy i hate that and this is coming from a child I was a child who had to experience that. My mom and my dad, you know, they had a very unhealthy relationship. um, And she would talk bad to me about him. It didn't allow me the chance to get to see it on my own. So, like, when you talk bad about your, your, that other parent to your child. Now, like me, my, I started to look for it. Like, I started to search for it. And it changed the perception of the person if you start to see what the parent was telling you about that person and it's just like oh and then you start to like not like them because you know the person the parent that you're living with or you know the child is living with they are 
identify with that with that person i mean rarely we have circumstances where you know the child want to just don't live live with dad and i think that need to be more <laughs> i need, needs to be more of that where the child live with dad um but yeah just don't speak bad about poorly about your ex in front of the child number five is don't negatively compare your child to your ex oh my god i can't stand when you do that you remind me of your father you can't remind your mother do that that i can't stand that shit like don't do that don't do that like because it's just basically saying like dang you hate my you hate me that much because i remind you of you're gonna grow the child's gonna grow up to say that you know you only you didn't like me because i reminded you of my mother like you never got a chance to know me because of i remind you someone my mother there has been um uh i believe in the 80s there was a lot of women abusing their sons because their sons remind them so much of the person that broke their heart so um a lot of mothers was back then was like offing their children and it became a very sad scenario where you look at your child and you can't stand that child because they look like the person that broke your heart heal baby heal because you was a person who laid down with this person you was a person who decided to have this child you was a person who essentially could have gave the child up for adoption or have somebody else in a family reason but you chose to so stick it out it's gonna be okay heal from the trauma and then get to know your child love your child your child can be such a blessing in your life you uh, my children are funny yes my oldest look exactly like his father 110 percent and he has his mannerisms and has his ways but those are the very things that i just smile at because i'm like you haven't really noticed man like that but you act just like him and it's just so funny to me like how dna work um but i try not to like they overhear me if i'm like on a phone with their parent and like cursing them out or whatever so they they overhear like children aren't dumb they hear you um but my son is going to be 18 years old so we do have discussions about it but i try not to negatively talk bad about his dad to him and same with the little one like if i if there is a discussion that i know i'm gonna be speaking bad about their parent um i'm going to definitely kick them out like yo go in the next room go play the game go with your brother go outside get out because i need to vent and this is where i'm at um so we are at number six never ask your child to choose between you or your ex why would you do that they have two parents you mom dad or in today's world sorry we have mom and mom dad and dad you know we have that too so and then we have grandma so there's a lot of different parenting going on to parenting style so don't but don't let them choose they have two they was blessed to have two and you know it's just it's just a hard decision nobody a child to put that child in that predicament where they have to feel like damn and then if they do choose they know they're gonna hurt someone no child wants to hurt anybody like they're very innocent children are innocent they don't that's not their nature to choose to hurt um it hurting people is taught is not something that is naturally done we can't do that to children um so 
then you're, you're upset because your child didn't choose you. So now you're hurt and you're pissed off and you, you start blaming the other parent. Oh, you manipulated them to say that. Oh, you do. Then here's the toxicness, the toxicity of it all coming in. Um, number seven, just don't discuss your new relationship with your, with your ex. Mm. So that's one thing that me and my ex had a problem with. And, um, he did discuss her to me and it made me not like her based off of the information that he did give me. But, you know, once I got to know her, I, I like took what he said with a grain of salt because I don't want to just get one side of the story. I like to get both. And you just really got to be open-minded to the person that you're dealing with and the reason why you left them in the first place or why they left you in the first place. And just, you know, take what they say with a grain of salt. So when you do talk to the new maid, you get a level of understanding of where they are, who they are, how they are. And now that may also have to understand that, you know, the relationship ended, but there's still some raw emotional feelings there. So some of the stuff that this person may be telling you may be just from their perspective of things. It's not the whole truth. So, you know, slow your roll back up a little bit. If you're the new girlfriend or boyfriend in a relationship with a person who have children, don't just take everybody at his word or her word on face value. You don't know what their relationship was like. You was not in a relationship. So you don't know what was going on, what happened or how it's happened. All you're doing is listening to the person that you're currently with. And like I said, perception is everything. Um, number eight is schedule discussions about your child. So, you know, like I said, I go back to one and two. You know, just and and make sure that y'all having that time frame of what needs to be done for that child. That's just what that is. Like, let's plan a day. Every Sunday, 8 o'clock, you know, this is your boundaries. Don't call me at 11 o'clock, booty call hours. Don't call me 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. We ain't doing that unless it's an emergency. Yeah. Um, number nine, keep your private life private. We don't want to know. We don't want to see you on Instagram. Um... With your with your new boo, we don't want to see it. You you doing extra stuff for clout because you're trying to make your ex mad. You out here with your child putting on Jordans to match the new the new boyfriend girl. <laughs> Stop it! Like we see you, we see you. Stop it! And you're toxic. Don't do that because you're trying to make him. Oh, he he do more than for his his child than you do. That like, you don't gotta throw that in your your ex face. He see. He know exactly what he do and he don't do for his child. So if somebody else is going to do it, he might be like, all right, fine. Or he might be like, look, I'm not in a position to do for my child and this shit hurt. Um, and same likewise with women. You know, you got the little girl getting her hair done by the new girlfriend and mom feeling like, damn, I got to set my game up a little bit. But, you know, it's just, it's, we don't keep your private life private. We don't need to see all of that. Um, keep your child's social life as similar as possible. And like I said, again, like April and, um, Amarion, just making sure that those family traditions are still intact. If you have Christmas at grandma house every year, keep doing that. Y'all had cabin, cabin trips, keep doing that. If y'all have beach trips, keep doing that. If you got to go to counseling and therapy to make sure that this dynamic is healthy as a family or individually or whatever do it because at the end of the day the benefits is for your child one day you're gonna get old <laughs> okay and this child has to choose what parent oh, i'm gonna take care of 
Um, or if I even want to take care of you because, you know, I see how you treated my mom or I see how you treated me and I see how, you, or I see how you treated my dad. And you, I've seen little girls choose their dad over their mom because of how foul their mother is to their dad. And it's just like, it's unfortunate for a woman to, you know, lose their daughter of all things. Like, you know, you, your daughter could be a best friend. Just like for a man, your son should be a best friend. So there's so many healthy things that can happen. Like for your, your family can flourish and grow. You, y'all both at baseball games, cheering your child on. Y'all, y'all having great time. Cookouts are still the same. Everything vibe is still vibing. You want to create a healthy dynamic for your children. That is what co-parents is about. What do we need to do to make sure that the kids is great? Let you know how they say make America great again. No, make my child great always. Okay, forever and ever, despite who's around, despite who I'm with, despite who you with, despite all this toxicness. Mm-mm, get it out the way. We're not doing it. Mm-mm. If it doesn't benefit the child, and yeah, I understand. I hear you guys. Your personal mental health is important too. And if you don't want to be around this person because they destroy you or they they trigger you, especially if you're co-parenting with a narcissist. Mm, that's a whole nother segment, but I would get into it. Um, you know, just just I know it could be co-parenting could be so difficult, but we have to keep in mind the children. Co-parenting with a narcissist is different. It is different. I'm a, I'm a, we're going to do a part two to co-parenting. This is going to be part one. Co-parenting with narcissists, <laughs> narcissistic parents is just, eh. yeah, that's different. But yeah, this is tips for you to be healthy. We want you to be healthy. We want the children to be thriving. We want successful adults, future successful adults. We need that. This is just the world that we in. We really, really need it. Especially in today's times. So, yeah, guys. This this topic can go on and on and on. I honestly can say. I know we just like basically touch the surface that's what we like to do is have discussions here to open up the doors to the idea of these things that is ongoing in our in our lives not just cultural but every single day and the only people that get hurt in the process really is the children so we definitely want to make sure that we are doing our part as adults you know adults and it's hard you know, putting aside your emotions and your feelings and just eating it, taking it <laughs> just for the benefit of the children. You know, that's, that's just the name of the game. That's just something that we got to do, especially when it comes down to co-parenting. Because co-parenting, like I said, we, we talk from, you know, it could be unhealthy, but it could be very, very healthy. You can have that that great dynamic that april and amarion just recently showed us and be like wow you know it can be done you know and it's not about you know who's doing it better and that's another thing competition but co-parenting is a comp Ooh, co-parenting runs deep 
I ain't gonna hold you. It runs deep. We got narcissistic co-parenting. Like when you co-parenting with a narcissist, we we probably come back next week for that. Honestly, maybe we don't know. It, you know, co it, it, co-parenting brings out a lot of emotions. It brings out a lot of <sighs> negative feelings. Uh, just, just I'm just being real. Just being real. It, it's not something that you want to do when you have a child with someone you never envisioned. You know breaking up you never envisioned them being with somebody else having a baby with somebody else marrying somebody else living their happy little life with somebody else you never you never envisioned that you you always think like all right we gonna have this baby we gonna rock out and you know my heart goes out to Blueface and Krishan because you know um I honestly felt like their dynamic was just was just is the most examples that we have currently of a really unhealthy, toxic, broken system of family. That's just my opinion. Um, and to bring this innocent, beautiful baby. Have you all seen the baby? The baby is beautiful. She showed him. And she was crying at the hospital like, ain't nobody taking my baby, yo. You know, and I understand that. Like, once you see your baby, once you you know experience the joy and happiness of seeing that little face and hearing those little noises that they make and the, the infant scrunch all of that is just oh man as a parent you just you should fall in love with that and so yeah to see him you know threatening to take her you know his son away from her and and I just hope that the legal system do right by both of them because both of them have the right to be in that child's life especially since the baby was just as born a few days ago or I think a week now but you know you know I just I just pray that everything works out for the benefit of that child um you know things play out on social media and it is it is you don't know if it's for clout you don't know if it's real you don't know if it's fake you know you don't know and you know we just live in a system where everybody's trying to get to the bag and nobody's really looking at the children and in the process of getting to the bag so just be mindful of that bro sis cousin fam legolites <laughs> that's what my and my friend said i'm a legolite she like listening to me do my podcast like, legacy love i'm a legolite and i was like oh that's dope that's different so my legolites out there thank you for rocking with me listening to me we, like i said we can be it's different because i'm by myself i probably will have um people jumping in here and there uh been bouncing back and forth from pa to jersey jersey to pa so you know i'm i'm definitely gonna try to have these conversation pieces um i see that a lot of men follow me still um even when i put out my little trailer last week for this week i say like the guys are here thank you men for following me um you know i appreciate it the love does not go unnoticed I do this podcast and now in honor of two people, you know, my co-host, Billy Dynasty, he was just somebody that was just dear to me. Um, little brother, know him since I was a kid. And I mean, like, going back seven to eight years old. And he just was, yeah, I heard him on a podcast. I'm not taking down his podcast. I'm not taking down anything. Oh, I want you to hear everything, everything, everything. Uh, so y'all can experience this journey with me called life. And then uh, my brother is the one who, my blood brother, uh, my mom's son, he's my big brother. It's called him C-Mac. He's the one who told me that I need to just start, just start a freaking podcast already. I could just hear him now. 
just start it. What you waiting for? And it's like, not in a negative way, but just in a big brother way. Like, just encouraging me just to, you know, break the barrier of being shy and just going out there. I ain't got nothing to hide. I ain't got nothing to lose. You know, that type of mentality. Just do what makes me happy. So, you know, this podcast means more to me. And it's my job to keep it going and keep it elevated and keep it pushing forward. Um, so another thing is if you want to donate, you know, a dollar, you know, just to keep us running, keep us moving better, get, you know, better equipment so we could get live stream and, and, you know, all those little things that podcasters do that would be very, very helpful. You could donate on Spotify. That's where I'm at. Spotify, Apple, iTunes, iHeart, um, we're on a couple of different wavelengths. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I see I, 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 uh, iTunes is really, really popular with uh, listening to me. So I, I thank you guys for checking in and tuning in with me. Uh, we're on, we have an email. It is time podcast23 at gmail.com. I took down the TikTok. Um, so I got to reinvent that. Bear with me. Um, got a little expensive especially with me doing it by myself because Billy did contribute to this podcast and you know we was heading somewhere we was getting somewhere and then you know we lost my boy and um a lot of that had to slow down and recover so you know we we got to restart revamp we we do you know we continue living life you you know they my brother both of them they would want me to continue this they would want me to keep going and if you liking what I'm talking about, real life issues and situations, because, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know, like, it gets real out here. And sometimes you just need to vent, you just need someone to talk to, you need to touch base on these topics, get your ideas out. Even if you want to talk to me, um, you know, just, just reach out to the email, you know. It is time podcast23jemail.com. I, I, I don't mind having you do a little segment with me, you know, if you want to. Um, just expanding a new way, getting new conversation pieces out there, just touching base with everybody. So, yeah, I know we don't say goodbye on this podcast. That's just a word that just means bye forever. We say peace. And now we're going to say, what is Willie's word? Yeah, he has so many, um, but I, I'll think of one next week, and I will we'll revamp, but for now, it's peace, till next week. The music brought to you in this podcast was B2K Bum Bum Bum. Read by Legacy Love. And if you like what you hear and like to donate, please click on the link in the Spotify.com. Please make sure to tune in every week on Wednesdays for more adult conversations. Peace.